Hello, hello. I was tuning in uh, at this point because I really have something that I really am uh, excited to share. And uh, those that don't know already, I would like to let you know that I uh, minister at the prison here in Fort Worth, Texas. Um, I mentor uh, one young lady at a time for several months in a program that pretty much you you build a relationship with them and you we, we, we discuss the Lord and we also discuss their goals and different things that they're trying to they're trying to do spiritually in their lives um, and it is a federal prison so these women are a lot of them are doing years here and so they need that encouragement and they it helps it just really helps them to have outside contact and so this lady that I've been mentoring for a couple months now um, we had a wonderful, wonderful exchange that I just wanted. I wish I could tape it, but they won't let us take our phones in or anything like that. Um, unfortunately, in the prisons. But since it's fresh in my mind, because I'm headed home now from there, I want to take a moment to um, talk about our our visit. So we were talking, and this woman is a she is a uh, well versed in the scriptures like she knows her word she she's a I, I, I just that's not the easiest way I can put it she she's not a person that's still learning the bible she knows the bible and so when I'm when I'm discussing different spiritual themes with her and topics she has a lot to offer just as just as well she's not just always just a student and like listening to what I have to say and that makes it even more impactful and kind of like a deeper meaning behind uh we see the deeper meanings behind a lot of the scriptures instead of just the the story itself and so we were we were just talking about different things that's going on with her and uh she mentioned that she was in class and another another fellow inmate had said why didn't jesus just kill satan right after he deceived Eve and made them, you know, not made them, but he was a big part of them falling from grace and, you know, committing that first act of rebellion against the Lord. So she explained, or she said the chaplain explained to the inmate that if he would have killed Satan right then, then humanity would be afraid of the Lord because they would think that he's just this unforgiving tyrant, you know, that just right as soon as you mess up you don't get a second chance it's just over for you and that's not the way god is god's nature is love so the reason he allowed this is what the chaplain is saying not what i'm saying and not what she's saying but this is what the chaplain was saying was the lord allowed the enemy to stay around in creation because he didn't want to show that nature first and eventually he is going to take care of this of satan for what he did and satan knows that and the Lord has always been trying to reassure humanity about that. That Satan is already, he's already defeated. The Lord already has a judgment waiting on him. Hell is waiting on him. And so, but what he, but he didn't want to, he don't, he's God. So he doesn't really have to do anything on our timetable or anybody else's timetable. He does it on his uh, ultimate timetable. And I thought about how she kind of, you know, I never had any, had heard anybody really put it that way. Put it that, like, it's, it's a it's a really foreign concept to a lot of churches and stuff like that. Uh, when you start talking about the deeper things of, of humanity and our condition with this earth and sin and Satan and his, our relationship with him and all those things. 
So then we were talking and I told her that reminded me of something that the Lord had revealed to me a couple weeks ago when I was studying the trial of Jesus and how his trial was just so raggedy. And of course, in the movie, you could kind of see it a little bit. Like if you, when you watch different versions of, you know, uh, the trial or, or the parts of, of, of the, of the um, New Testament story where it comes in, where it comes to the part where the Lord was uh, betrayed and, and all the way up to his crucifixion. So you see all these things on film and you see that it's just totally unfair and it's just totally you know like everybody was showing how it really shows how cowardly everybody was acting because we had the Sanhedrin back there you know plotting everything but then outwardly they're acting like they really just want the truth to come out but they really don't want the truth to come out so that's why they're you know trying to find a way to, to silence the followers of Jesus and they're trying to find a way to you know just disregard or discredit what he did and why he was here and things like that so I told her yeah I was always wondering and when I was looking at the trial of Jesus especially when he came to that conversation with Pilate when Pilate told him don't you know I have the authority to either and I did a podcast on that he would Pilate asked Jesus don't you know I have the authority to either let you go or to have you executed and you won't even talk to me it was an arrogance a supreme arrogance that Pilate was operating in when he said that and that was satan talking because he wasn't even concerned about the fact that this this man was being railroaded whether he believed in the prophecies or anything about jesus or not he wasn't concerned about the actual truth coming out or not coming out or anything that's more you know important he was concerned about the fact that he wasn't getting his due respect out, out of jesus he wanted Jesus to like show some kind of like, cause that some kind of fear. He wanted Jesus to kind of, you know, not kind of, he wanted to see some reaction from Jesus that most humans would have been reacting to in that, in that state when they've been wrongly accused and they're facing the ultimate uh, penalty for something that they're actually wrongly accused for. I mean, basically his own crime was, was doing good, you know, but he was, he was being accused of doing something bad. So Jesus had to correct Pilate and he opened his mouth and said, this is my father's world basically. And I came to this world for this reason. I came to this world to, to, uh, to lay my life down. So it's not you taking my life. It's me laying it down. So he was already prophesying that I am going to the, I am going to be crucified, but it's not going to be your authority that I'm you know, That's not because I'm on that. I'm not on that cross because of your authority Pilate or even the authority of any other system in this crooked world. I'm on the cross because I, I came here to show my love first to humanity. And so, and she, this woman is on it. So she said, yes, yes. She said, that goes along with what the woman, the chaplain was saying in, at, at, with, to them too. She's like, he came the first time to show his love. So... And I, so when this, when, and then when Satan realized that, because he was speaking through Pilate when he said what he said, so said about like, why don't you bow down to me and beg for your life, basically? And Jesus was like, I'm not going to bow to you in this in this uh, physical realm. I'm not going to bow to fear. I'm not going to bow to these systems because I really am God, and I don't. I'm not controlled by any circumstance. So I don't, I'm not going to bow where most people would be shivering in their boots 
and they would be asking for mercy or leniency or they would be just saying please don't kill me or something Jesus was showing right there that 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 was a critical crisis moment and Jesus was still strong just strong but a supernatural strong that only God really could have because he knew that this worth this world wasn't what he was dying for anyway he was dying for his creation for humanity itself so what he was basically saying is I'm going to the cross and and, and, and people that don't get it they're going to think I'm being defeated but the real people my real creation all y'all are my creation but my real family they're going to celebrate me and they're going to understand why I'm doing what I'm doing and they're not going to mock me they're going to they're going to praise and worship me as the king of kings and lord of lords because of they're going to realize how extremely bad I love them to do this and I, that's why I like uh, how Mel Gibson how he titled it the passion of Christ when he had, when he did that film and even though the crucifixion story had been shown had been shown millions times before Mel Gibson released the passion of Christ no one had ever shown the rawness and the evilness of how he really was treated and how he was just brutalized like to the point of you know it, it was just hard to watch it truly was it was it was gory it was disgusting how people treated Jesus and how they hated him with a just with a with a cruel a cruelty that was just you can't even really understand it if you you know you can't we, we really can't understand it like like you know because it was just that bad but at the same time I ended on this note with her and we both celebrated and I said so while the enemy was kicking and hitting Jesus he was basically trying to get Jesus to re, uh to use his power to uh make fire come down from heaven um do something supernatural to show the judge the judgment side of God so that way they could uh, the Satan Satan could still say something negative about God and it be true about you know him being unfair or whatever and Jesus didn't want to fall he didn't want to fail that test and she said the another thing too is it was it hadn't been prophesied in the Bible and so Jesus had to complete all those prophecies perfectly and he had to show his love perfectly and that is just humanly truly humanly impossible that's how we know he was really God so because he had to fulfill all those things perfectly that, that that's the part she told me which I thought was really phenomenal that she that she knew the deeper things to say that that nowhere in the prophecies in the old testament did it talk about when Jesus came he was going to be executing judgment on people right then but it does say um, there's going to be one particular event in the uh, condition to, to settle it once and for all the final the, the finality of those that side with Satan and that have allowed themselves to become prideful and ugly just like them so it does talk about a finality judgment but it didn't talk about when Jesus came the first time that he was going to be doing any type of judgments so now well, we can look forward to the people that are here at the towards the end of of the uh condition of humanity we can look forward to him coming back as the righteous judge and so even though enemy got a chance to you know kick him and and hit him and do all those things when he was in that personhood of jesus that's the only 
you know, th- th- that's why he was so cruel about it and so vicious about it because he already knows eventually he is going to lose the final, the final, final battle. But he, I mean, he's going to, he's going to lose the war, but he enjoyed inflicting that hurt and pain on Jesus because he knows that's where he's going to end up fully in eternity. He's going to get to have that whooping. His, his whooping is going to be final and it ain't going to be no, it ain't going to be nothing else after that. And so what he was trying to do, and even in that, he was trying to tempt Jesus to not go to the cross. He was going to, he was trying to tempt Jesus to, 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 to come to, to do something out of, out of the, uh, I want to say out of order because Jesus can't do anything out of order, but he was trying to, that he was trying to get Jesus to show some kind of, um, control, assert the control that he know that Jesus could do, that Jesus could assert that judgment and that wrath. Yeah. He wanted Jesus to, to show wrath to humanity. Because that's what Jesus—that that, Jesus is full of love, but the enemy is full of hate and wrath. And so, because he's full of that, he wanted Jesus to lower himself down to that, and Jesus just would not do it. And so, because he was outsmarted yet again, he was the enemy was angry that humanity just might start understanding their Creator again after the story of Jesus, after the life of Jesus, after the testimony, there, it can't be denied that Jesus really does love us. I mean, God, our father that made us does really love us. And so here we are at this, at, at the, at the state of humanity right now, we're here and it's not even a crossroads. It's pretty much coming down to, to, to the end of the, the end of the wire. And we're standing here and we can see wow wow i know how i feel when i get betrayed i know how i feel when someone just hurts my feelings a little bit and it takes more strength to be the person that's being mistreated to overcome than it does for the person that's doing the wrong to 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 uh, see the harden of their of their ways and so now that we as in our own experience we have been mistreated and bamboozled and, 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 you know, the enemy is trying to do what he can do, but people have tried to do what they can do against us. We realize, oh, Jesus was also trying to show us that he's given us a special, he's given us something so special in the fact that if Jesus can do it in his human self, we have a certain level of ability to do that too. But we're going to have to really rely on Jesus's strength through the Holy Spirit and so that's why he's shown us with his own life that yeah you can you're gonna be hurt I know it's gonna, and it is gonna hurt when people hurt you but look at what I look at what I went through and um for you look at what I went through for you and he was God so no one should have been able to get away with that but none of us are actually God so if people mistreat us you know, we that's why I love that song with Michael Jackson where it says, Why, uh, why, why tell them that is human nature? Why, why do they do me that way? And I say, Why, why? So that song is so prophetic in itself because it talks about people just doing wrong, they just doing the people that, that don't deserve to be done wrong, they're being done wrong. 
But he says, you know what, just forgive them basically because they're just being, they're just being, it's really, I hate to say it's human nature, but then we get a spiritual nature too. So our spiritual nature is, can be, can, can re, redo all that negativity from the human nature. But even in our human nature, we have Jesus. We have the humanity of Jesus. And so in that, we don't have to be weak because Jesus wasn't weak. Jesus was able to be very strong, and yet he was still in the fleshly body. He was still in the fleshly covering. So all this stuff about the flesh is so strong and all this stuff, or the flesh is so weak. We say the flesh is the what the body is the, the mind is willing but the flesh is weak and all that stuff well that's only if that's only when you haven't been regenerated because once you get regenerated the holy spirit christ in you actually now lives so you don't have your flesh overruling christ that's not possible because we know that he he was able to withstand all temptations he was able to withstand all physical um physical torment because he fasted for 40 days physically fasted and um there were just all these other things that he supernaturally was doing in his physical self and you uh, know and so we because he was able to do it and he's shown other people in the bible that also physically went on fast and he supernaturally gave him the strength to stay on the fast so it's just it's just crazy it's crazy like how when you really start getting to the deeper things of, of scripture and you really start thinking about how it all really does make perfect sense it's like it's mind-blowing but at the same time it's just like comforting because you just like yep my god is so good that he came here and showed us his love and he didn't have to do it that way but he wanted to do it that way and that's just how how, how awesome he is and not only did he want to show us his love his extreme love he became he put himself in a vulnerable position. It wasn't a weak position, but it was a vulnerable position. And you see what evil humanity did. Instead of seeing what they were supposed to see and and bowing down and loving him like they should have, they did the opposite, you know? But he said that he knew he was going to have a real, you know, a, a family of, of, of a family of people that would understand through supernatural ways only because he's helping us when i say supernatural i'm just saying that's basically the holy spirit he he gives us his own spirit so that we can be willing and able to to get get our act together and i think that he he knew he was such a good god that he wanted he wanted to give life he's a life giver he he's all about life so he wanted so many different kinds of variety of people and variety of um variety of things he wanted a variety of i don't know he just wanted a variety of culture of skin of everything and if you look at this world it does have that this world does have a variety of everything and now that it now that that is is uh has been completed the Lord is like, okay, I've I've got millions and billions of souls that have lived throughout the centuries, and I'm coming back to collect the ones that could handle this in time. I'm back. I'm coming back to collect. I'm coming back to collect my family, and 
some of them is already passed on they're already in that position where they're waiting for the new jerusalem to be a reality and some of the other ones are, are just got to the earth they just made it in their human clothes but they're they're on schedule everybody's on schedule for where they're supposed to be and i just think i just um want to share this real quick too the lady that i met a couple months ago her baby had his tube his little feeding tube removed yesterday and uh we've been praying for that baby we've been praying for him and i need to i need to tell my prayer warriors about that because they have been praying for this baby and i need to update them that reminds me i'm glad to do this podcast i need to update all those prayer warriors that little Lorenzo had his feeling to removed yesterday so that I know their prayers that can encourage their prayers and then send them the picture of him uh, and I was about and I just know little, little Lorenzo he's on schedule he's, he's here to do something this earth and he's already doing something through his fight as a little baby he's just fighting 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 and he's just getting stronger and cuter every day so I just I just love that I just love that the Lord has just done so much in so little time He's, he's just done so much in so little time. I was put it that way. And uh, I will go ahead and end my rant because I've been going for a while. <laughs> I need to...